Here we go. She's got new neighbors. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Hey, that's cool. We're ghost hunters. Wait there, what? Ghost huggers? Ghost hunters! That's no good. Let's him worse. What was that? Because he might have a new job. Capital W, wow. Working with a ghost pub. This is a nightmare. Bringing spooky drama lights. Sweet baby corn. Not on the cob. There's parties, dances, maybe some romances. New ghost friends and foes. See that scary baby go. They're throwing up and glowing up and... Molly's growing up. Should I get pads with wings? I get pads. I mean, can these things fly? Because that seems pretty cool. Pre-teen <laughs> problem super serious. And that's on... <laughs> New episodes of The Ghost and Molly McGee. What an ending. Watch! Spoilers! Saturday, April 1st at 8 on Disney Channel and next day on Disney+. Plus. Welcome to another episode of the podcast without a cool acronym, the podcast where we review Disney television animation shows. I'm your host, Chandler Deroshay. Joining me today on the podcast via Zoom once again, we have Clover. I'm just going to say it. I loved them. <laughs> and Ryan O'Reilly. Wait, this isn't the Owl House. What, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> and joining us for the very first time, you know him from countless voiceover roles in anime and video games, but you also know him as the voice of Ollie Chen on the Ghost and Molly McGee, ladies and gentlemen, Alan Lee. Mm. <laughs> Yay. Yay. I'm, I'm so excited to have you on, Alan. This is going to be so much fun. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be on. We're actually recording this as the last of this batch of episodes is actually coming out on Disney Channel on Saturday, but all of these episodes have been available on Disney Plus for a few weeks now, and also this podcast will probably be dropping somewhat after that. I'm not sure exactly when. So the way I've been covering the show, I've been using the vlogs that have been dropped on Disney Plus, so five at a time. And of course, last time we talked about this show on the podcast, I actually had Bill Motts and Bob Roth on to talk about the season one finale, which was a lot of fun. Um, so, of course, we're going to go through the first five episodes of this new season, but um, first, um, Clover and Ryan, I have not had you guys on to talk about this show before, so let me get a little bit of your connection. Uh, yes. Yeah, uh, Clover, you oh, go first. Ryan, you can, uh, no, Ryan, you go first. <laughs> okay, all right, sure, fine, all right. Uh, I'll so... flip a coin if we're, if we're going to argue about it. <laughs> uh, so I, I saw the show when it debuted, and I thought it was very cute and very sweet, and I've just been a big fan of it uh, ever since. Uh, it's scratch, scratch rules, and I'm very excited to see what happens next with season two. And Clover. Yeah, so I uh, I first heard of the show in May of 2021 when I think there was that like theme like not the theme song animatic but like the song animatic, and so I've been excited for it for you know those full two years. I watched it on premiere, and I've been a huge fan. I've watched every single episode when it's been premiering and coming out. Uh, yeah, it's just been one of my favorite shows of all time, and it's definitely had a great place in my heart. And Alan, kind of go through a little bit of uh, kind of, did you have any connection to the show before um, you actually were, were cast and kind of how did, how did that go? What was, the, what was that process like? 
Okay, you're gonna have to remind me as to like when the show tech the show came out technically 2021, right? The show premiered no, on October. October. So it's interesting because actually season one premiered on October 1st, 2021. Okay. Season right. two premiered on April 1st, 2023, exactly 18 months apart. And I know this for sure because April 1st of this year was the official like end of the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary. Right, right, right. So the um, show okay. premiered on Walt Disney World's 50th anniversary and um, season two premiered like after that ended. Right. Um, I auditioned for the show in October of 2020, I believe. Okay. Oh, so wow. this, was, so this yeah. was before I saw anything. I think the only thing that was out was the, uh, the, the San Diego Comic-Con, um, you know, like the, the, the song animatic or whatever that they had there. Yeah. Beyond right. that, I had no clue about the show because um, I'm a grown, a grown adult man and, <laughs> I, <laughs> and I'm trying to make a living as an actor. So I, I don't have a lot of time to go check out what's going to be out on Disney That's Channel. completely understandable. But the moment I, the moment I got the uh, – I, I think I was cast, I think – like, so I got the audition October and then I got cast – December, I believe, and then we started production on season two sometime in 2021. I forgot. It's everything's a blur during the pandemic. In case you didn't know, folks, these shows take a long time to make. Right, oh, yeah. right, right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it did not help that uh, there was a raging pandemic, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you make do. So, like, like the booth that I'm in right now and the microphone that I'm using right now is the same one um that i've been doing for the show so that's super cool <laughs> um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 thank you um but uh it's so it, it all kind of blurs but i i do remember those two dates um mm-hmm. but yeah i hope that answers your question so not really because there wasn't a lot out there there wasn't anything um, yet really yeah, yeah i have a question yeah. so you're getting cast on this show that is over a year away from debuting so you obviously have like zero frame of reference do they like give you episodes uh that are in production to kind of give you an idea of where this is going because it's kind of give you an idea of where what the other characters are right no no not at all oh wow Uh, no no no. nothing was done Um, because everything was halted because of the pandemic right Right. um so like they were still trying to figure that stuff out first i believe um so even if they did have something to show me um it would have been an animatic at that point right Um, and maybe with scratch track voices rather than the real performances i actually don't know um but i assume that's that that's what would have happened um but no, it was it was interesting because I believe, like as it premiered, like I watched the first episode and I was like, oh man, like why did I why did I do the character like this? Because like you know, because when one of the problems is that like season one comes out and you have no clue what anything sounds like, so you make your best approximation and like right. you just you just wing it. Fortunately, I mean, I think watching the first season, uh, the first episode of the second season, I think I did pretty okay, right? Like you did great. Yeah, oh, you, you did great. Thank you. thank you. Um, but yeah, like I was like, okay, I, I, I see why they chose me. I see why I got cast. I see like the fact that I, I'm, I'm vibing with the show. Um, so that helped. But like, there were definitely 
there was definitely that knee jerk reaction of, ah, oh, why did I, why, Ugh, I should have made it like this instead if it was, if the show was gonna go like this. But no, I mean like it's, yeah. So I don't know if you're allowed to say this. When would, when did you last record lines for the show? Uh, <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Um, okay, so it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been, it's been at least a few months. I don't remember when. Okay. I, 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 I don't remember. Wow, I genuinely don't remember when I lasted lines. I guess when you do a ton of different voice gigs, it all kind of blurs together, huh? Kind of, but yeah. like, especially when you do it in the same setting, right? Everything blurs. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I you know. Have to, like, keep yourself from confusing yourself from that, like, oh. from all those vo voice. No, I just let it happen. I'm not joking. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I, uh, I, I. So, like, I'll, I'll sometimes, like, if I book a, if I book a show, I'll take the audition that I have in my archive, and then set that aside, so that, like, before the session, I'll listen to it, um, so that I remember what I did. Uh, oh. so that's that's one of the methods that i have uh most of the times they'll be like all right we have like a clip for you um from your previous session uh just match and follow until you get, get the voice down and then it'll you know like we'll, we'll continue from there but um yeah the last session i did was uh we do pickups so like uh we'll do adr for example once it's all animated like so they'll record you and then They'll make the animatic, and then they'll animate over that. And then if the lip flaps are a little off, or you know their control quality testing it, and uh, like the line just doesn't feel good, they'll ask you to come back in and do ADR for it, which is automated dialogue replacement, which is what we do in dubbing. Um, so I had to dub myself. That was the last thing I had to do. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And I know you didn't actually get to meet. Um... Ashley Birch until very recently at yeah. uh, at a party they were having at um, at the studio. Right. I uh, I so okay. Here's the thing. I've quote unquote met her. Right. Like I because I used to go to a convention. Uh, I won't name which convention, but there was a convention that I went to, and I met Ashley there. This was like over. This is almost close to ten years ago now. Oh wow. Oh but wow! Like, right, so like I technically met her, but like I, I, I didn't. You meet didn't her. really know her, right? Right. right. No, yeah. we, heck, we probably didn't even have a conversation together. I, I think we were just in the same room, and I was like, "Oh, that's Ashley, cool." And then flash forward ten years, and I'm like, "Oh my god, it's so nice to meet you for the first time." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to think that you guys were never in a room together because you and Ashley have such amazing chemistry on the show. It's so much fun. I love oh, it so you. much. Yeah, it's, it's really great. fun. I think a part of that is the power of, obviously the power of you two having amazing, being amazing voice actors, but also the power of voice direction. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you, you know, it's funny. I think somewhere online they're like, oh my God, like, like, and, and I, uh, I did the, the cardinal, uh, uh, mistake of voice acting, which is go look at the, going to look at the comments. Yeah, and like, yeah. And like oh, no. why is, why is oh, Ollie like the male version of Molly? And I'm like, I was, I was gonna bring <laughs> that up. 
I was gonna I was gonna bring that up. There was um because there were there was some stuff that got leaked and a lot of people were like freaking out. I'm like, hey, why don't you guys wait until the show actually comes out and stop spreading leaks? Because that's really disrespectful to everyone that works on the show. Oh, uh, we can talk about that later. I have my theories as to why people enjoy that stuff, but whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's also really obvious, right? It's like, ooh, you have like forbidden. Well, I knowledge. think I think the other thing is people were upset about about Nolly just in general because of shipping, but I'm like, guys, mm. they literally said, hey, you can ship whoever you want as long as it you know is appropriate but don't get upset if it doesn't happen in the show because right. you don't know what's going to happen in the show and right. that's fine right and the fact that like they had they had already like started writing ollie in as they were working on season one meant that like th that was always intended right yeah so yeah. like yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll talk about shipping later um, yeah no nobody had seen like any fan reactions because it, like when they're making this they they were making it in a vacuum so right yeah yeah i actually have a bit of a confession to make with this uh i wasn't i was never upset when i first heard of ollie your character i wasn't upset i was just like huh that's an interesting direction to go down like i really wasn't sure what i think until the episodes came out but when the episodes came out it was actually really well executed i think it was less because oh shipping it's more because i'm generally averse to romance ships but like this one is really well done so yeah well and it's, it's the thing the thing that i really love about it and i'm sure we'll get into this more as we actually start discussing the episodes which, which we'll do in a moment uh but it's a it's a it's a ship that is in service of the plot that is in direct service of yeah. the plot of the season which i think is really smart also it brought probably one of the best songs in the series so far but we can get to that when we get yes to that. We'll talk about um that. so let's start with our recap part of the podcast by talking about the new paranormal the first episode uh i have a little bit of um background with this one because actually so this all started about uh, almost seven months ago now, back in um, October of um, 2022, when I messaged um, Bill Motts on Twitter asking if he wanted to be on the podcast. And he's like, yeah, that sounds like fun. Email this publicity director from Disney Channel and we can get it set up. And the publicity director or manager, I, I, his name is Steven, he's very nice, uh, emailed me back with, Hey, that sounds great, but we want to wait till closer to season two. I'm like, okay, sounds cool. We'll wait for that. That makes sense. Um, so I wait six months patiently. We get it set up. And I wanted to have it recorded before I went to Disneyland in March, because um, I went like the, the week of the 14th through the 22nd. Um, and then, of course, I get back and find out like a couple days later, Bill and Bob were out at downtown Disney handing out posters. I'm like, man. Um, but we got it set up and we recorded it uh, towards the end of March. Um, but while I'm literally standing in line for the Haunted Mansion, uh, we had been kind of coordinating some scheduling stuff. I'm standing in line for the Haunted Mansion. I look at my emails and I see that I got an email that includes a link to watch the season two premiere like <laughs> two weeks early. I'm like, what? I was not expecting this. That's really cool. So that's when you hit in a planner and watched it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I waited until I got back to my friend's house because I'm like, I can't watch this while I'm at Disneyland. I don't even have my headphones with me. So I waited until I got I got back to my friend's house that I was staying at, but I watched the episode. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's, I'm so excited. It's so good. It's, I can't wait for this I feel watching it at Disneyland, like with the volume up, would be a whole nother That would be a terrible idea, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and then... And uh, so basically the big note that I got when I got the email was do not spoil 
the reveal that Scratch is the new chairman. <laughs> that was the big thing I was told. Okay, obviously everyone knows about the new family, but don't spoil that Scratch is the chairman. Uh, you saw it earlier than me, so I mean. Really, I did. Yeah. Oh my God! What the heck? <laughs> I, 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 to be fair, to be fair, the first time I watched the show or like the 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 first episode, uh, was at, um, was at a party. So like, yeah. Well, that makes sense. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you're so you're so was at the party. So busy, I, didn't, I was so. like, I was like, I was like, whose place was that? Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, but that was that was the party where when I met Ashley, like. Yeah, like, that makes like, sense. That was my first time watching that episode. So. so does does the crew not get to see the episodes early? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Well, I, mean, I, I mean, I can't talk about the others, but like, I I didn't. Oh, sure. Like, you know, right? Well, I mean, you are. I'm sure they have I mean, to maybe... watch it for for quality control. Anyways, what's up? Yeah, well, I mean, you you probably have to watch clips when you're working on it, right? N- not. I mean, like when we're working on when it. When you're doing like. When you're doing like ADR, oh, like ADR, uh, yeah, like, yeah, but it's really only the clips that they need me to do ADR right. for. Right, 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 yeah, that that makes sense. That's so funny that I actually saw it before you. That's that's insane. <laughs> that's, that's cool for you, that, man. Uh, that's just you're, wild. You're, um, you're a more so, exclusive part of the crew. <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> uh, so so of course, season two picks up right where season one left off with Molly and Scratch having vanquished the chairman. Uh, and I, I love the opening where Molly and Scratch are just both jamming out for no reason. They're they're so silly. I yeah. love them so much. It was so hilarious and it's such a great way to start, but it also hurt my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I I had I talked to some people who said that they thought that like their headphones were glitching out or something when that happened. Mm-hmm. Like, what is going on? <laughs> um so of course, as as I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast knows, one of the big new developments of this season is that the McGee's have new neighbors move in. Of course, the Chens. Yeah. Yep. That's <laughs> you. Yep. Is yeah, that you? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, but the other big development, like I said, was that Scratch is the chairman now. Uh, basically, after Molly and Scratch are jamming out, um, all of the McGee's are you know, looking out the window like, oh, there's new neighbors. What are they going to be like? You know, we can't wait to meet them. Uh, and then Scratch is kind of talking about how he's like, well, no, I know how this goes. You're going to want to tell them about me. And then he gets um, sucked away and the McGee's don't even notice. Um, um, and the the ghost council basically tells him, yeah, so you're the new chairman now. Uh, good luck with that. Um, to which Scratch basically... He's like, well, I don't want to be chairman. Scratch so declares there's... anarchy. Scratch, Scratch declares anarchy, which the thing is, for most of the ghost world, would not be a bad thing. But it's the ghost council and the frightmares, and maybe some other ghosts we'll see later on that are really going to be an issue. Mm. Um. So the McGee's give the Chens a huge welcome, like they even have fireworks. <laughs> um. And the the two families just hit it off immediately. Daryl pretty much thinks that June, who, as we've previously mentioned, is autistic, is the coolest person he's ever met. June, by the way, is played by Sue Ann Peen, who is fantastic, and she herself is autistic. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah, I think that's really cool. I I know uh, Bill and Bob kind of talked about this in some other interviews. They said, you know when they were when they were uh, working with her it's like hey you know if this doesn't feel right if this doesn't feel like something you would say let us know and we'll rework it yeah 
And I think I, that's super cool because it does feel very authentic. It was mm. small, but it was nice. I really hope we get to see more of her in the series. Yeah, that's... She was only in that one episode. I, I right? wrote here in my mm. notes, I think my biggest complaint about this block of episodes is that we barely get to see June. I can't wait to see more of her. Mm -hmm. Ollie was the only is the only reoccurring Chen so far, I believe. Yeah, we don't really. I mean, we see uh, we we, we, see we see the Ruben dad a, briefly. We see Ruben a couple of times. We see Esther drive Molly and Ollie to the dance, but that and and pick Ollie up later. But that's about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, and and that's understandable because Ollie has the relationship with our main character. So right, and actually, sense. someone someone zoomed in on. Um, a shot of Daryl's room in one of the episodes. I think it was um, Double Double Daryl in Trouble where um, Daryl's got like a Discord chat open and June is in his Discord chat. I'm what? Like, oh, that's... And her icon is like a dinosaur. I'm like, that's so cute. I love that. That's so fun. <laughs> and then of course- This, like, the... like, like, like they said, the show is made for your pause button. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we've got June, the mom and dad, then we of course have all of Ollie, right? the mm -hmm. the swoopy haired heartthrob himself. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think that's uh, I think that's the description that I that they had in, in <laughs> yeah. swoopy haired heartthrob. Well, they yeah. sure mention that swoopy hair think, a lot. <laughs> I think Scratch literally says like like you know. Uh, <laughs> swoopy heard heartthrob at one point or something like that the world is filled with awkward swoopy haired heartthrobs you could like how about jeremy jeremy spits when he talks and laughs like a seal i know he's perfect uh yes. swoopy haired heartthrob that loves pamphlets i believe yeah speaking of uh well maybe not speaking of pamphlets but um so meanwhile, unfortunately for Scratch, the ghost council is about to drive him insane. And we also get our first look at the Fright Bears, who are going to be a recurring thing in, the, in this season. So Sharon bonds with Esther over spicy food. And we actually learn later that Sharon is growing friggin' Carolina Reapers in the backyard. <laughs> like, Sharon complains that the kids are wimps, but we at least know that Molly was going to eat those jalapeno crunchy chips, which were pretty spicy. So I think Sharon and Esther may just be insane. Like, Sharon probably bought a bottle of Last Dab hot sauce from Hot Ones. Like, Mo Molly has a, a average or maybe a slightly higher than average spice tolerance because, I mean, she is Thai and she does eat all that, um, all that, all that um, you know, authentic, amazing Thai food that they make in the Very Hungry Ghost episode. Mm-hmm. What's yeah. the what's but, the spiciest thing you've ever had? Spiciest thing I've ever had. Yeah. Um, I think I had like mango habanero wings at like Buffalo Wild Wings, probably something like that. I don't. I I try to not eat things that are gonna potentially like you know, be extremely painful to eat and possibly put me in the hospital. Because <laughs> like that's the thing is like those like like Carolina Reapers and those and I think that's been far surpassed surpassed by some other peppers that have been like engineered because people keep making peppers that are hotter and hotter to, I don't know, maybe try to kill people, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like they, they keep making these hotter and hotter. I'm like, what is the point of eating something like that that's going to just put you in physical pain? <laughs> you know, like, there's no flavor in that. Like, I like spicy food for flavor. I don't like spicy food for, oh, this is going to put me in the hospital. Let's do it. You know what they should do? You know how they had Puss in Boots go on hot ones? They should have <laughs> Sharon go on hot ones. <laughs> That would be hilarious. It feels they do nothing. That. Yeah. It just yeah. gets to the bomb and just was like, oh, there's a little kick. Yeah. <laughs> Alan, what's the spiciest thing you've ever had? I, so there's two stories. Uh, one, there used to be a, a YouTube 
kind of gaming channel called Hot Pepper Gaming. And uh, I had a friend who like made a few uh, a, a few uh, a, like reoccurring appearances over there. And so like the 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 test is you have to review a game after eating like a habanero. And like I think at the time, yeah, this is like this is like this is like eight, seven, eight years ago. And uh, like they had like Matt Mercer on it. They had KG Tang. They had like a whole bunch of other people um, do this. And like. You know, like we're like, okay, fine. If you want to be able to do it, you have to be coherent, basically, while eating a habanero, or at least a habanero and and upwards. So we tried a habanero. My goodness, it like like the moment you you eat it and like it, the spice kicks in, like you feel like uh, it feels like uh, you, you ever you ever, uh, you ever play like Mario Kart? You know how like you you hit the superstar and it goes do 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 That's what it feels like in your head. And you like start seeing flashing <laughs> colors, and you're like, "Oh my gosh, what is going on?" Um, well, I've so been on the Mario Kart ride, so you can experience that in person now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what a hob- that's what eating a habanero tastes like. Uh, <laughs> feels like. And then, uh, no, I think I think the, the there's like one time where like I like directly bit like I was eating something, but like I directly bit into like a, a like a bird's eye chili, and like Ooh, that stuff. Yeah. So hard, like for the rest yeah. of the day, mm-hmm. um, and it just sucked. But like, yeah, those are my two hottest experiences. I I don't know. I can I can enjoy spice. I can tolerate. I understand why people enjoy it, right? Like it's like, I don't know. It's a different sensation while you're eating. But like, now I'm just like I don't want to burn a hole through my stomach. So right, exactly. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Um. So um, basically, the the ghost council um, shows up in Molly's room and is like, "Hey, uh, Scratch, we don't know how to have fun." Uh, and so Scratch kind of um, tells them, "Well, hey, just just you know, in, enjoy your afterlife." In song, of course. Very and catchy song. Very, very song. catchy song. Unfortunately, um, unfortunately for Scratch, Alistair is like, "Well, hey, I'm gonna start playing the lute," and he's like, so annoyed so with that. <laughs> yeah he's he's very annoying with it um no i didn't think about this but like does what they're into indicate when they became ghosts or like what era they that would make alive? sense Whoa, that would make sense i would imagine yeah. i would imagine that alistair and the rest of the ghost council they're all pretty old right um, I... compared to scratch who as we'll i'm sure discuss later is definitely much younger than them right mm-hmm. yeah i uh, we are we're obviously we'll get to like some of the scratch hints later yeah i wonder if we're gonna see hints of the council's past as well yeah that would be interesting mm-hmm. I'd, I'd be interested to learn more about them because they're kind of just you know obviously we don't really i mean as as they they say um to scratch like wait you've just been calling us the ghost council this whole time because you know they, names. <laughs> they they and they've had names this whole time. I think I think um I think their names were even listed in the credits before. Uh yeah, but I don't think they were ever like named on screen, right? Right, like, I don't think they, they were, were ever yeah. named on screen. Mm-hmm. I yeah. Um so back to um back to um the McGee's meeting the Chen. So Pete thinks that Ruben is like the coolest person ever, and Ruben is super chill. Um Pete invites the Chens over for a barbecue. Um uh, 
And the, the McGee's made just a ridiculous amount of food for this barbecue because, like, they had, like, you know, chips and, and burgers and stuff. But we also find out later they had, like, pulled pork and baked beans and a whole bunch of shrimp and all this other food. I'm like, why did you make this much? It, you weren't feeding the entire neighborhood. My goodness. They were trying to impress. Yeah, they were trying to impress. And like that the first ended day. up being something that they would regret. Yes. <laughs> Also, I, I my headcanon is that the, the root the the root beer that Ruben brings over, he, like he sells that on their website. Like they have a website, and like you can buy his small batch root beer on their oh, website. Like that's <laughs> that's that how they would really make their. Income. Why else would you make a label like that? Like they gotta sell it somewhere, I'm sure. It's so funny because it, like the whole thing is supposed to be an, a, a definitely an S and P approved version of brewing actual beer yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah oh, for sure <laughs> oh snp we love you <laughs> please revise the text on tambry's flyer bottles will be spun this implies they are playing spin the bottle we don't want to send the wrong message to our audience the message is teenagers like kissing how on earth is that the wrong message and it's on a flyer we don't even show it you got to be kidding me here after the Enjoy Your Afterlife song, uh, we kind of got the reveal that uh, Ollie and the Chens were ghost hunters, right? Yeah. So basically, Molly kind of gives Ollie a tour of the house um, and, um, you know, you kind of see more sparks flying between the two of them. You know, they, they, they bond over their mutual interests. Okay, crazy idea. What if the band shell weren't just for music? Are you thinking a summer theater workshop camp for kids? With a showcase of their original play finale? Combined with an ice cream social to draw in the crowds? I love it! Because um, they both want to make the world a better place. That's the whole thing. Uh, and again, uh, you know, not to constantly say this but oh my gosh like like alan you and ashley have such great chemistry because Mo molly and ollie are so cute together they're just adorable i just ah oh, i love it because eden uh eden regal who is our uh who's our director you know was was talking or like was uh letting me bounce off her so yeah okay. like the fact yeah. that she could get it so like mm -hmm. precisely you know like and hone in on that like i think that's like a huge testament to like, like you never even heard Ashley's voice during the entire recording no. like, sessions, any of them. No, it was just, uh, wow. it was, it was, uh, if, if there was a line, it'd be Eden. So mm -hmm. yeah, that's, that's so cool. Um, yeah, for literally everything I've heard about Eden's uh, voice direction has been like, it's great. <laughs> yeah, the Owl yeah, House crew like goes nuts. Yeah, that's awesome. Ollie tells Molly about how they moved from upstate New York and did a big road trip visiting the most haunted cities in America, including, of course, a haunted mansion in New Orleans. I'm like, much oh. obliged. Thank you. Hmm. <laughs> what could that be referring to? I wonder what that could be referencing. Oh, and the levitating candelabra is so cliche. <laughs> cliche it's called an homage yeah, i'm uh, not smart enough to know the reference <laughs> haunted man well yeah you, well we've we've discussed because you haven't been to a disney park yet it's a haunted mansion reference oh so yeah, the haunted mansion disney at park. disneyland is in new orleans square yes oh that's clever that's yes cute. yes and that's the mansion that the molly mcgee's haunted mansion short is set at is the disneyland mansion the original that's very cool. But yeah, Ollie tells Molly that they're ghost hunters, and she's like, "Oh, Corn, that's not good." <laughs> um, I, I love, and she's I love like, the little bit oh, where she's like, <laughs> "I'm gonna take a quick pop to the ladies." 
<laughs> I get fancy sometimes and also overshare. Sorry, bye. <laughs> uh, and uh, we, we get some great improv between Ashley and Dana uh, when when she's trying to tell Scratch about the fact that they're ghost hunters and they, they got to warn the family. Okay, this is what we're going to do. Okay. I'm going to warn the family yeah. and get rid of the Chens. Yes. You are going to get rid of the ghosts, okay? Now, when you say get rid of the Chens, do you mean, like, get rid of them? Or just... Oh, Scratch, I'm going to send them home to their home to where ask. they live, where they I stay alive. Listen, just get rid of the ghosts. I don't know where your mind goes sometimes. That would have been an interesting uh, alternative ending. I don't, mm. I don't know how, uh, I mean, I guess, you I don't know, know if it would you be turn the ghost hunters group, into ghosts, that's, yeah. uh, that's, that's one way to deal with the problem. So you're saying <laughs> we're going to murder him. <laughs> we're going to murder him. It would be an interesting twist. <laughs> and I love the bit when Molly's trying to tell the family and she's uh, not really having any luck in being discreet at that. And, um, Daryl's like, sorry, she's usually embarrassing in a totally different way. Oh, well, this this way seems plenty embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and she ends up turning on the sprinkler to get the, the Chens to go inside. And she tells the rest of her family that the Chens are ghost hunters. And um, I, I love just their reactions to this because they're like, they're just in, in like just absolute disbelief that, you know, the, the Chens who've been just nothing but kind and, and awesome are ghost hunters and and could could be, you know, could very much pose a danger to a member of the family. Yeah, for sure. And mm -hmm. we'll we'll go into this, I think, a little more towards the end of the discussion of this episode. Uh, but I, I love I love I just love the conflict for this season. I think it's so well, well done. It's so it's so freaking clever. Uh, so the McGee's have to figure out how to get rid of the Chens, and not only is the Ghost Council causing chaos and apparently not bothered by the possibility that they could get caught by ghost hunters at any moment, but then the Frightmares show up, and it almost feels like they showed up on cue, like, because the Ghost Council is like, we need Scratch to be the chairman, he doesn't want to be the chairman, let's make his life miserable so that he decides <laughs> to be the chairman. Yeah. Editor Chandler here. Based on what we learn in a future episode, I think the Frightmares are very much just attracted to chaos. So, yeah, that whole situation definitely brought them there. <laughs> Alistair in particular is uh, being a real jerk about it. Well. I just, I know we're, we're skipping a bit ahead, but just the moment when Scratch finally puts on that cloak and just goes like, uh, okay, here's the rules. If you're bothering me, <laughs> That's against the rules. There's yeah. no rules except for that. There's no rules except don't cause problems for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's just such a great moment. I love Fair it. Enough, honestly. Yeah, I feel that. <laughs> um, and so in addition to, of course, you know, just the general issue of the chance being ghost hunters, now there's also frightmares running around. So Basically, the McGee's have to proceed to eat as much of this ridiculous amount of food that they cooked as, as humanly possible. And they do a really good job of making it feel, like, just difficult. Yeah, so I didn't quite get it. Is it because they don't want to shove them out with right. rude? They don't want they don't yeah. want to they don't want to force them to leave for no reason. Right. So they have to eat their entire part. They're trying the whole thing is that they're trying to avoid suspicion. Right. <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah. I don't know. I think you could but have I, invented a better way of doing it. Yeah, but of course we have to do it for comedy. Way. Of course, of course. Yeah. And that, and I love the song. The song is great. Yeah. 
And of course, Scratch finally accepts his role as the chairman in order to get rid of the Frightmares and the Ghost Council. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting. It kind of brings a little bit of foreshadowing. Uh, like McGee's kind of gathering around and we're like, okay, we need to protect this member of the family, but we still like the Chens, which is an interesting, will be an interesting yeah. development for the rest. Yeah, um, I I really love the way this season-wide conflict is set up because it's obvious that the Chens are genuinely good people who unfortunately are afraid of something they don't understand. Yeah, and I I will admit when I did see the first episode, now, of course the first episode came out on uh it came out on a Friday and then the very next day after that the rest of the episodes came out. So when I first saw the episode, I was like I don't get. I don't get their concept of ghost hunter and exactly why this is so dangerous. Why is this so dangerous? So I'm glad that the very next episode explains, okay, no, this is what we're doing because it was like, well, wouldn't it, because I was thinking about it. It's like, okay, well, okay. You have a show about ghosts. Wouldn't it make more sense if a true danger and a threat is if like Ghostbusters came in the town? And of course, right. the ne- very next episode explains, yeah, they are not only ghost hunters, but they're also Ghostbusters. Yeah. Well, yeah. the original concept for the season, like the like the first pass at it that they did, right? Um, the they original were supposed idea to be villains, was right? They were going to be villains, and then um, they kind of realized, like, well, that's not really as much fun as having them be more likable characters where it's mm-hmm. this it's this whole misunderstanding. Yeah. Now, Alan, I have to ask, did yeah. you voice the villainous version of Ollie at one point? <laughs> In their like the early stages, or was he always like really friendly? No, I think I think by the I, I, I don't know. I never had to do I don't think uh, that version got very far. Very like, far, that, yeah. I don't think that version say, got past the writing stage at all. Yeah, I, I, okay. I, I don't. I don't think I ever did like an evil version of. Oh, okay. Ollie. Right. <laughs> yeah, that that version didn't get past <laughs> the writing stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm really glad that they made the, the decision that they did because at the end of the day, this whole show is about the power of of joy and 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 love and understanding and all that, and it's. Mm-hmm. It's a it's an interesting conflict. It's a very interesting conflict to have because you've got this family that gels so well with the McGees, and you've got specifically Molly, who seems to have found someone who is just like on her wavelength, on the same level with everything. Yeah. Maybe a little more chill than she is, but you know, still, just they gel so well together. And then and then she finds out that he hates her best friend. And how is that possible? You know, right. and, and it's, it's 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 very much a story about inherited prejudice. And right, absolutely overcoming that. Yeah, for sure. As we'll again get to in a bit. <laughs> If you're living in the Brighton area and are looking for help planning an unforgettable party, look no further than Inhabifying Events by Molly McGee. No matter what your event size or what your theme is, Molly's party planning expertise will make sure your next party is magical and unforgettable. Services include decorating, catering, entertainment, and more. And she's available for weddings, birthdays, bat mitzvahs and bar mitzvahs, school dances, ribbon cuttings, ice cream socials, funerals? Wait, Molly, that might not be the best idea. So don't delay, call Molly today. Operators are standing by. And be sure to watch The Ghost of Molly McGee Season 2 on Disney Channel, Disney XD, Disney Now, and Disney Plus. 
so, now that we're done doing this whole themed month thing, I wanted your input on something. In honor of the end of line of Tron's 40th anniversary, the podcast without a cool acronym proudly presents a Sunnyland production. Where are we? by a black and gray ground. The sky's looking kind of purplish. And there are random floating bits of geometry right above our heads. We got in! A new audio drama starring Chandler Desrochers, Jacob Martin, D. Gill, and Agatha Vile. Perfect! Chandler, where are you? I see him. Let's go. Into the grid. Put all my frustration and anger into this. Yeah, not good. What is that? God, hey. I'll get everything ready. Let's try to talk some sense into her. Light walls up. Coming this July from Sunnyland Productions. Game on. Uh, and the next episode that we have is also an Ollie episode, because of course next we have Bookmarks the Sprite, uh, which is also a great Libby episode. I love this yeah, one. It's yeah. it's a lot of fun. I, I love Libby so much. Um, yeah. Molly and Libby are hanging out in the bookstore. Libby's writing in her journal, which basically is like her essence, which of course is very important later. Uh, when Libby's mom has to duck out for some errands and leave Libby in charge of the store. They find out that there's a story sprite that's devouring books. Um, and Libby's book about the paranormal that she had in uh, Molly versus the Ghost World is super accurate. And also, I want this book, Disney, please. Come on. Yeah. If there's one piece of merch that they apparently have no problem making for TV shows, it is, hold on. Um, uh, it's books it's, uh, <laughs> and journals. It's, uh, it's uh, uh, journals and books about the, the shows and their lore, please. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to go back to my my little set that i have here and pick up my my copy of journal three and uh marcy's journal from amphibia because of course um i mean i guess maybe the hard part is it's a pop-up book but i'm like i would get it i would pay for it i would i would pay however much you, you need disney please please mm-hmm. sell this book <laughs> so anyways yeah. uh, and then to complicate matters further ollie shows up yeah, Ollie decides that he wants to cause problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Ollie shows up because he's tracking a ghost. Um, and Molly's like, well, we don't know if he's here for ghost hunting purposes. You know, he he, he loves reading. He's a good person. He's got his sense he's of civic duty. And, yeah. <laughs> he's got his sense of civic duty and his cute little laugh and the way his hair does that adorable swoopy thing. And... <laughs> I love the way Scratch just vacuums up the hearts that are surrounding her. <laughs> it's, it's like, like yeah, no. Molly, stay focused! <laughs> we don't know that he's here in a ghost hunting capacity. He might be here because he loves literature. Wow! Mm-hmm. But he's a good person with a sense of civic duty and his cute little laugh and oh boy. the way his hair does that, does that adorable swoopy thing. <laughs> what, you run it up! No, we didn't. We did not. 
Also, I love I love the bit where Molly's like, okay, I'll I'll take care of Ollie. You guys deal with the story sprite. And then they just do that thing where they like split off but are like super goofy about it and it's got that theme song remix in the background. When I saw the trailer when I saw the trailer, I'm like, okay, this was a shot that they made just for the trailer and it's not actually in the episode. And then it's in the episode the same way. I'm like, that's so funny. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) There's such goofballs. I love them. So which segment should we talk about first? The the Ollie and Molly section? or the? I think it's a good idea to, yeah, talk about them one at a time so we're not saying meanwhile a zillion times. Yeah. Um, So basically, Molly is trying to keep Ollie away from the craziness that's happening with Libby and Scratch uh and so she dra- she ends up dragging him out of the um out of the bookstore and they lose the ghost which is good because again like i said chaos is happening meanwhile um and she kind of walks with him and is like hey well you know what if, what if ghosts are good um you know ghosts can be good and we get ghosts aren't the enemy which is an yeah. absolutely amazing song ghosts mm-hmm. aren't the enemy is easily the best ashley birch song since probably it's a lose-lose Probably. yeah and they're both very much? very very broadway very show tunes very yeah. very disney what i, what keep, I like i keep thinking about, yeah. the biggest thing the biggest thing that ghosts aren't the enemy is missing is that uh that that doom that you hear at the end of like every alan menken song because that's like yeah. exactly what it is <laughs> it's song, an alan menken song. it feels uh, like <laughs> it feels like a, an alan menken song it totally does mm-hmm. what i like about um what we didn't mention for the first episode at the very ending is revealed the reason why the Chens moved to Brighton is because the like the paranormal readings are off the charts. Yeah, and you you see in the saw in the sequence with Molly and Ollie, they're passing by ghost after ghost after ghost, and uh, I'm not sure it's because of like Molly's presence and her friendship with Scratch that she's ironically made Brighton more haunted than ever because they do reference a lot of the things that have happened in previous episodes like the mayor ghosts for instance well i think the other yeah. thing to think about yeah. is the amount of urban legends that turned out to be true like Helen harriet and sonia mm-hmm. davis yeah and, um and uh well uh ezekiel tugbottom was not really so much an urban legend as a folk hero but still still you know you hear these incidents of you know all these crazy things that happen and you can connect the dots. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. So it's just it's just Brighton is just naturally super super haunted. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And I love I love when I love when Ollie's trying to give the raccoon CPR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, to add don't a little bit of seriousness, don't you die on me. <laughs> oh my gosh. So uh, Rob um, Cantor, who is the uh, who's our music director, right? Like. Who's amazing, he, a genius. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's the guy who does he does uh Shia LaBeouf. Right? Shia LaBeouf, mm-hmm. yes! Yeah. Wait, he isn't dead. Shy surprise! Yeah. Cattle, actual cattle <laughs> Shia LaBeouf. Really I like that blew my mind. I was like, what? I haven't heard that in years. And then like I was like, oh my god, this guy's a this guy's brilliant and he's super nice. But like uh when we were doing the songs, like um they would they would send like, you know, like the 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 song scratch track and he would do like all of the parts right to like you know like have it flow and so i would have to follow along and his don't you die on me was so good like (laughs) just keep you 
in there because your your performance is so like every time I listen to it, I like burst out laughing. <laughs> it's so good. And I was like, oh man. So I did like so so I follow along and like I I you know, I took direction and, and all that sort of stuff, but like man, part of me was like if only you know, like Rob had just done that one line. So do know. you record songs separately compared to the rest of the script? Uh yes, we do. Um I believe so like like they'll be like, Hey, to today you're gonna be doing like um you're gonna be doing like these X you know, XYZ, you know, like episodes, um, as well as like you have like a small part in the song. So they'll do it like that, and then they'll do, um, like they'll 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 send an entire rig for for the singing portions, and then like and then we go into like the acting stuff. So, um, mm. we do them technically separately, but still in the same session. Okay, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. And Bill said that we will be getting to hear you sing at some point in the near future. Oh, so did he say okay? Because I didn't, I didn't. Okay, if he yeah, said he that, said then, yeah, he said that say. in a uh, in a in the the, the Molly McGee Discord server that I'm. Oh, in. did he? Okay, he okay. pops in there sometimes mm-hmm. to do like Q and A. He's you don't have to he's, hide he's, anymore. He's okay. so very nice. <laughs> I was trying to like, I was like, uh, trying to be gauging. I know. It's like... Bill, Bill is so very nice. And he's he's very gracious with the fans, which is great. I love that. He's very no, gracious with the time. Yeah. Uh, I love uh, I love when they're in the the ice cream parlor and Molly's like it's too black and the white. Sprinkles. The world isn't black and white, Ollie. And yeah, the thing with the sprinkles. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to add a little bit of seriousness, though, uh, this whole like allegory of like the ghosts are like predators and stuff is a really powerful metaphor. Like, I was gonna say, right yeah. Now. Oh yeah. That is like it feels very. It feels very very you know very topical very very on 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 beat with the times with what's happening you know yeah Yeah. and this coming hot off the heels of us just finishing tron month as well yeah i i i brought that up like when i first read the first script i want to say and i was just like wow i'm so curious as to how it like develops and like I, I think after the session, I was like, you know, it'd be really because this is how I knew that they uh, uh, they're like, well, originally, you know, like Ollie might have been like the the the, the antagonist um, was that I was like, you know, it'd be really interesting if like at the end of it, they can't reconcile like mm-hmm. um, yeah. anything, you know, like like find any common ground, like because then you have like then you really do have like the immovable object, like the unstoppable force. Meeting the, the immovable object. object. Yeah, but, yeah. And that would have been interesting, but like you know, it went. It, it's. It's. I, I'm not saying anything to spoil anything, but like it went in a different direction almost immediately, as you guys saw in the first five episodes. Yeah. Well, um, I mm-hmm. I literally had someone show up in like um, the comments of one of my videos because I've been doing a bunch of Molly McGee related videos recently because they've actually like been getting a really good amount of traction. Like my channel hasn't been oh, this nice. popular since when I mm-hmm. when I made that video talking about the uh, the infamous Phineas and Ferb episode actor age, mm-hmm. which is still the most popular video I've ever made on my channel. <laughs> um, but like 
you know, I had someone like, well, I I don't want the the the, the chance to be you know re- redeemed at the end. I want them to you know to to turn you know completely into villains. I'm like, but that's not what this show is. Yeah, and like that's not what this show life, is. The whole point also, is the power of life. That is not what you would want real life. To right, be. that's right. not what you want. You know, it's and, all about the power of kindness and yeah. love, and also, um, and the other thing with that is, you know, the power of actually like you know educating people on like mm-hmm. hey this is not the way things actually are here's how things actually are i mean the thing is is that in the the very start of this specific episode with the way that ollie is coming across to molly and it's it's very obvious that ollie initially also has a crush on molly and is right. being heroic in his attempts to right. guard molly away from ghosts like he doesn't even consider himself a villain in any sort of way because right. he perceives ghosts as what his father has taught him which is purely villainous mm-hmm. and purely bad so it's not like they're being like truly like full of hate it's the right. fact that their their perspective is totally askew. They think they are doing the right thing, and that's right. what makes mm-hmm. it so interesting. Yeah. No, I agree. Like Molly said, the world yeah. isn't black and white. Um, yeah. So meanwhile, right. back at the bookstore, yeah, I love everything about this with uh, with Livy and Scratch, where like first the 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 story sprite turns into a minotaur because it basically the story sprite becomes whatever he eats, whatever book it eats. Right. So it's like a minotaur, and then a vampire, and then like a freaking kraken, and then after some shenanigans. Uh, the story sprite eats Libby's journal, right? Yeah, yeah Lib- Libby, Libby figures it out. Libby slingshots her journal into the story sprite. Also, I love how Scratch, like, they're like, you're the head of the ghost world, so you know what's going on. He clearly has no clue. He clearly has no idea. <laughs> yeah, he has no, no idea. No clue. <laughs> Not a clue in the world. And he puts on the chairman cloak, and it's like it doesn't face this. And he thing gets his all. butt kicked immediately. <laughs> so frightmares then... totally obey the chairman. Story sprite, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and and um... we, we got to see a lot of fun Libby characterization, which is yeah. Great. And uh, the story sprite turns into Libby basically and the story spread as Libby I'm like she's so pretty oh my goodness oh <laughs> the uh story sprite as Libby it's like okay got it and she like has to like hack up everything hack up yeah. all the all the all the words <laughs> shout out to Laura Jill Miller for doing that like yes <laughs> <laughs> the animation is so great Man. oh my gosh I love and it Mercury as always and Molly, of course, um, returns to the bookstore just completely like like frustrated about the whole situation with Ollie. But Libby's like, "Well, hey, the you know this place was almost destroyed before the story sprite understood me, so you know there's there's still hope." And that's kind of what she continues with. Although we don't see Ollie for a little bit after that, um, mm-hmm. because the next episode is Double Double Daryl in Trouble. Editor Chandler here. So this recording session ended up being almost three hours long. So I figured that this would be a good place to have this episode end. And the next episode will be picking up with Double Double Daryl in Trouble and moving through the rest of the first five episodes of the season. 
um, and cap off with some more general discussion, of course, with Alan, which was super fun. This was such a great episode to record. Um, and with that, we're going to go to plugs. Alan, do you have anything you want to plug before we go? Go watch Molly McKee on, <laughs> yes. on yes. Disney Plus. That's, yes, that uh, is. Yeah. And watch that's, it again and again and again. Watch it again and again and again. We want a season three. Until Please. Sunnyland is stuck in your head. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, Clover, do you have anything you want to plug? Um, mostly, so you can follow my Twitter, which is at Clover Regina Wu. Uh, which is a reference to Marcy from Amphibia. Um, and then you can check out my uh, YouTube, Clover Cartoons, that's one word. Uh, but the third thing, and most importantly, you should go check out uh, these three people and all their awesome stuff. And you should go watch The Ghost of Molly McGee on Disney+. Plus. Yes. <laughs> and Ryan? Yeah, so you can catch me on Twitter at Open Mother's Mail, and I have a podcast, Unbuilt and Unrealized Theme Park Podcast, where we talk about unbuilt attractions in the themed entertainment industry from Disney to Universal and beyond. I don't know when this episode is going up, so I'm not sure exactly what will be the latest episode uh, at the time of the release i'll but, let you uh, send I, me something later on i don't know when this episode's going up it's either, okay i'm i'm, I'm, I'm so sure we'll behind with tron <laughs> yeah. i'm we i'm so mm -hmm. behind with tron like we were supposed to record yesterday and we got postponed again but the good right. news is we should be yeah. able to getting it rec we, we should be able to be getting it recorded soon so no I'll, yeah i'll let you know and i can have you record <laughs> something yeah sure absolutely so whenever whatever that is i'm sure it's great <laughs> Yes. I'm sure it's a great episode of my yeah. podcast, but uh, also you should, yes, also you should watch The Ghost and Molly McGee on yes. Disney Plus and yes, Disney Now and Disney Channel, and uh, you should watch it on your smartphones, on your tablets, on any screen you can find. All the devices, stream it on all, all the devices. About it. Mm -hmm. Yes, I I tell I tell all my friends to watch it. I I have my 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 keychain here on my cup and I put it on my count like on the counter when I'm at the register so that people see it and they're like, hey, what show is that? I'm like, oh, let me tell you. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Starport97 and at my newly rebranded YouTube channel, Sunnyland Productions. There you'll be able to find various videos about animation and theme parks, including a whole bunch of videos that I just started making about the ghost of Molly McGee. I've also got podcasts without a cool acronym video editorials on there now. Two of them are about the ghosts of Molly McGee, and in fact, the most recent one is about Ollie's character arc in the show thus far. And the other one is about the Phineas and Ferb revival. I also have a theme park review show called Theme Park Backlot, which will be returning this year with my upcoming 41 years of Epcot retrospective. And for updates on the YouTube channel and the podcast, please go follow at Sunnyland Prods on Twitter. But also please subscribe to Sunnyland Productions on YouTube because Twitter is falling apart. And if you like this and want to hear more, be sure to subscribe on all the usual places. Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Audible. Leave us a review, give us five stars, and share us with your friends. And if you want to help me out even more, you can pledge to be on Patreon, which has also been rebranded. Patreon.com slash SunnylandProds. Just a dollar a month gets you access to every episode of this podcast at least one day early, which will usually be Mondays instead of Tuesdays. We also have a PWCA Discord server you can join. Link to that will be in the description and on Twitter. And be sure to join us once again tomorrow for the second half of this podcast with Alan Lee, right here on the podcast without a cool acronym.